1: post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today
0: one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes
1: nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt
0: until you tried it on same goes for your health care
1: Welcome to the Trampoline Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Misha Globerman. Uh, Trampoline Hall is a lecture series that takes place in a bar. People give lectures on all kinds of subjects. Uh, The one restriction being that they cannot lecture on subjects on which they are professionally expert. After each lecture, we take questions from the audience. We're a few episodes into the podcast now, and we've been doing the show live for a really long time. And at the show, I I talked to the audience for a long time at the start of the show, and I have actual information to give them about... How to ask good questions and how the show's going to go and, and it makes sense in the room um, in the podcast we're still figuring out what it is that I need to say to you at the beginning of each podcast. And, and, and I've, I've told you a few things about the show and about the, what the live show is like, and I think that's been helpful, hopefully. Then I was sort of wondering what else to talk about, and I was talking to, uh, to my wife, Margot Williamson, and she said, well, why don't you just, uh, why don't you get someone on the phone to call and ask you questions? And she, uh, and I was like, who? And she was like, well, what about me? And I was like, okay. So uh, we thought we'd uh, call her now uh, and talk to her a little bit and get, get some questions from her. Oh hey sweetheart. Hey, how are you Hi. doing? Hey, we're on Good. the we're on the well we're on the radio. Okay. I mean not, you know, whatever we're recording. <laughs> okay. Do you do you I think that you used to feel that the show was like cruel or something. Cool? Cruel, like mean, cruel. like unkind. <laughs> no, you never thought oh, it was yeah. cool. But you were like you yeah. were like, "Oh man, like I can't believe that you and Sheila like that you're so comfortable being so mean to these people." Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, I went to I didn't go to the first show. I went to the second show of yeah, all yeah, time. Yeah, like ever. Yeah. And I was like, w- "Wow, they're so
1: cruel!" Yeah, for sure. Why I just did wanted that? to throw a blanket on the lecturers and <laughs> protect them. So you right. learned a lot from you guys. <laughs> so we were like just taking these people and like casting them on a stage and exposing them, and like you were uncomfortable. You wanted to protect the lecturers.
0: Well, I guess I was conf- I was confused. I was confused about how you how you
1: weren't uncomfortable. You that know? was like around the same time that you were falling in love with me. I think. <laughs> Is that true? It turned out, yeah, it turned out, it turned out it's a
0: very, it's very relaxing to be around people who aren't so worried about you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't do without it now. Um, Yeah, 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 I wanted to protect the people. So in these introductions, what do you think I should be doing? Because I've been trying to figure out what to do in these introductions, and we feel like I should say something before the show. But we, but it turns out I had only about seven things to say. And then we're like, well, what else? And so I'm here (laughs) with Josh, I'm like, we're recording And so I'm wondering if you have other things that I should do or or things I should talk about or or ways to approach that problem. Well,
0: um, I think a lot of people have questions for you. I've known you for a really long
1: time. So you think you're the one person, so I should find people who are curious about me, unlike you. (laughs) I should find people who, unlike you, are curious about me, and I should have them ask me questions. Is that right?
2: No, (laughs) I take it all
1: back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I think that's what you said. Those well, are the very words you said. You said, yeah, "You said, find yeah. someone who's curious. Some, find one per- the, You said, I'm the only person who doesn't care to listen to you. Go find someone else and I'll ask you some questions. Okay. Okay, okay I'll see you, see you later. I'll see you later. Okay, so that was uh, Margot Williamson. So I guess the takeaway from that is uh, I should find someone uh, who is uh, uh, interested in me and get them to ask me questions. And, and let us I think I'll do that. I think I'll do that in a, a not now, but in a future episode. Uh, So, for now, that uh, gets us to our lecturer. Uh, You might be asking if this episode's lecture contains mature language. It probably does. Uh, The topic is secret eating, and the lecturer is Naomi Squarna.
0: There are two types of secret eaters the ones who don't care whether they're found out, and the ones who do. It's important to ask yourself which of these positions you're ready to commit to. Are you tired of public eating? Do you need a little more low-key deceit in your life? Or do you want to be the best, untraceable secret eater, whoever secret ate? First, you should know that secret eating, what secret eating generally entails. Then I'll unpack the two types. Any ancillary research you might do on the subject of secret eating will lead you to a number of websites and books about disordered eating there will be firsthand accounts of emotional eating, secret binging, basically people who've discovered that it's not for them. I understand secret eating is as much a punishment as it is a reward, but so are a lot of things like pilates. One only one online scholarly resource, urbandictionary.com, strips secret eating of that maudlin tone defining it as a practice of hiding marshmallows in the pocket of your pants for eating between meals. I mean, that sounds great. Marshmallows are perfect for secret eating because they're compact and can be eaten fast and hard. Now that you know the fundamentals, I can delineate the two models as previously mentioned. There will be more on secrecy-promoting snacks shortly. Secret eater type 1 He or she eats secretly but doesn't work very hard to cover his or her tracks. A type one likes being sneaky but is too lazy or incompetent to be successful. (laughs) My personal father is deeply committed to this mode, so I'll cite a few examples from his experience for a purpose of clarity. When I was 16, I had a fail-safe way of sponging money off of him. As a rule, my dad never wears pants when he's not required to. (laughs) Moments after he's entered the house his pants will be far from his person Shed with the speed of someone in terrible trouser related pain Once I had located them there was a world of Toonies to be had Reaching into the pocket amongst the keys and loose change I'd also find balled-up candy wrappers and foil pellets the purple and teal of 25 cent icy squares Most troubling were the granules of sugar that coated my fingers I'd try to picture my dad eating this candy before putting it all back, my hands smelling like Sour Patch Kids. This doesn't necessarily imply secrecy alone, but at that time, my dad was fronting all healthy, like he'd only eat apples and carrots in front of me. Plus, he knew my brother and I stole his money. (laughs) If I ever asked him about the candy, he'd be cagey, smiling a little bit, like he loved this whole thing. He could hide in plain sight because the joy for him came in denying that we could smell the cherry blasters on his breath. But why do it that way? Why say one thing and show another? My dad grew up rough in Montreal. He was bad at school, got in fights, and stayed out all night, wandering the streets with his dog. (laughs) No, I'm I'm not kidding. It's true. Sometimes he'd get so drunk that he'd pass out on people's lawns. Then he turned 12. (laughs) My dad once told me that his favorite part of every day was when he finished delivering the papers on his route. Sitting on the curb to have a Joe Louis and a Pepsi was about as happy as he knew how to be. It's Quebec. Later, when he was in high school, he got a job in a gumball factory and basically lived on them, stealing as many as he could to stave off his hunger. I'm sure that those things, the Pepsi, the Vachon cakes, and the gumballs eventually led to the stuff in my dad's pocket. I think his instincts to eat candy were connected to that pleasure he took in the hard-won sugar of his childhood, and so the habit carried forward through a marriage, two kids, a divorce, and a fridge full of grown-up food. That's the gist of Type 1, so I'll move on to Secret Eater Type 2. He or she eats secretly with a great deal of success, in part because of his or her own cunning motivated by intense fear of discovery. As a type 2, you probably display some obsessive-compulsive tendencies in other quarters of your life, life, and maybe you even believe that if you are truly good at it, you haven't actually done it. (laughs) This is authentic secret eating. How I trace my own etiology as an SE type 2 is imprecise but helpful for you, I think, in deciding whether it suits your needs. Some contextual background. My brother Danny is diabetic, so growing up we couldn't even have peanut butter in the house because that would fuck him up so bad. (laughs) Every day for breakfast we had oatmeal with nothing on it. It tastes like glue. Like you're eating glue. One thing we did always have was a box of classic Chips Ahoy cookies. Not the chewy kind. I was allowed one every night as a bedtime snack, so I'm 12, and around this time, my parents are setting the wheels in motion for a really clumsy divorce. Typically, my mom would sit with us when we had our snacks, but of late, I'd been doing it alone, getting my cookie, milk, etc. So I'm 12, and on this one night, I can hear my parents, upstairs, having what sounds like a bitchy discussion. (laughs) Without even really thinking about it, I eat another cookie, quickly, not even taking it to the table. I'm just pressed against the open pantry door. Nobody came downstairs. Nobody knew, and that was thrilling. Over a period of time, I worked up to eating between four to ten cookies per night. (laughs) I was so nervous that I habitually paced the checkerboard tiles of the kitchen floor square after square, a pivot at the window and then back to the pantry where I'd slot one cookie into my mouth like a coin. One problem with my kind of secret eating is that the thrill wears off after you've been doing it for a few months and not gotten caught. You realize that you're not going to get caught. Plus, you've gotten a little fat. (laughs) There are variations on the two types, but you'll discover that yourself as you begin your exciting passage into duplicity. If you're the proactive sort, you might appreciate the following tips for affecting secrecy in your patterns of consumption. For instance, there is a chance that you will gain a few pounds. Consider investing in garments with an elastic waistband. You could, if you like, call them your eaten pants. When selecting foods, pick items that you would literally feel comfortable eating in a closet. Secret snacks like candy corn, original Fig Newtons, ham, fruit by the foot, goldfish crackers, anything individually wrapped, anything miniature, alcohol. Although here, you're moving more into the domain of secret drinking, which has a whole different set of rules to contend with. (laughs) Once you enter this marvelous labyrinth of deception, you should accept that you'll have a lot of stomach aches, and you'll need to prepare a roster of excuses like, I don't really get hungry, or I just had a spinach salad, you guys. I'm getting really kind of excited telling you how to do this stuff because it's honestly an amazing lifestyle choice. (laughs) I don't mean to belittle the experience of others who have maybe felt that secret eating is a negative force in their lives, but I found it beneficial to manage it in my own way. I'm tired of reading that I'm a victim of some general psychological pain don't tell me it's a symptom of something larger that I eat this way because I lack control in other areas of my life. (laughs) Even if that's true, me, my dad, and a great deal of other secret eaters do it precisely because we don't want to be told what our problems are. Hence the secrecy. (laughs) The thing is, I don't really secret eat anymore. Or do I? It's hard to say because secret eating has worked itself into the fabric of my existence. I got older, moved out of my dad's house, and without the chance of discovery, it lost some of its power. Unlike my dad, I really didn't want to get caught. Sure, I like to imagine it happening, but I hated the thought of anyone actually seeing me eat. Not just the trans fatty things. Public eating made me deeply anxious. It peaked when I was around 22, emerging only sporadically and more like straight up lying. No, I didn't eat that pie by myself. Or, bacon? What bacon? (laughs) Famous alcoholic John Cheever once said that the telling of lies is a sort of sleight of hand that displays our deepest feelings about life. I just don't think that's right at all. (laughs) My lies reveal nothing about me. Nothing. If you're still not convinced of the merits of secret eating, maybe it's because I've laid emphasis on snacks that you dislike. (laughs) <laughs> so, so I have an example of freestyle secret eating that really underscores the incredible advantages that await you Two weeks ago, I went to see my friend Martin give a lecture at the U of T law school and upon leaving, I paid a visit to a table offering sandwiches and fruit slices all fanned out on a platter A man who was clearly running the event sidled up to me He eyed my plate and asked if I'd registered There was an embarrassing exchange where I mumbled that I didn't know registration was required, even though I did. I was lying. (laughs) In our mutual embarrassment, he became very accommodating and invited me to help myself. I said something like, oh, I only want this one strawberry and this piece of melon, thanks, before retreating behind a large pillar. As I stood in the basement of the law school with my paper plate and pulse racing, it came to my attention that this was the exact feeling I'd had as a kid in the kitchen with the cookies and the obsessive walking back and forth. I thought, what am I feeling? And the answer was total abject shame. The thing about shame is that I always thought it was a useless emotion, but now I think I've changed my mind. This is because one of the things I look for consistently in books and movies is a turning point, the precise moment when a plot or character changes and why. That's a privilege provided by literature. Because the turn, if it does happen in my life, will probably go unnoticed. But shame. When I came from behind the pillar and walked out into the daylight, I thought, this is why secret eating is the best. (laughs) There's the turn and here's the prestige. To be alone with a feeling so strong is a gift, a few crystalline moments of disgrace that you can ditch as easily as a melon rind. I I see my dad periodically. We go for walks together. He's a big proponent of father-daughter quality time, and so am I, I think. Uh, Often he'll be chewing something as I approach. (laughs) Are you hungry, I'll ask him. (laughs) No, why would you think that, he'll say. Because I just saw you eating a donut. He'll deny it and smile all coy, sprinkles clinging to his lip. <laughs> I know that in a way, secret eating is my inheritance and it's something I may lapse into reflexively. I like that connection to my father, even if it's put space between us, even if from time to time I've felt resentment over my need to conceal certain elements of my character, not just the eating. I tell you this out of vigilance, not to discourage you from your, your future as a secret eater. It's the deception that you might find most cumbersome, not the Cheetos. <laughs> it's just that you might reach your mid-20s and realize that it's actually the same as when you were 12, because now you're standing outside the house to avoid your roommate, in your pajamas, eating Twizzlers as fast as you can. What if you died out here like this? choking on frozen candy because of a compulsive need to hide your appetites. My dad's half-assed, conniving ways make me love him more because he's also one of the most honest people I know, something I'm still figuring out in myself. Even though I had that moment of shame-induced understanding with the melon and the strawberry, I'm aware that nothing's really changed. In fact, everything has stayed exactly the same. My dad's way is kind of faultless, Tipping his hand as he does, he lets me know him even while pretending not to. I don't think I'll ever be able to give up secret eating entirely, but maybe transitioning to my dad's way is inevitable. If it pretends anything, I, like my father, now rarely wear pants when I don't have to. (laughs) If that's not a sign of imminent change, I don't know what is.
1: Naomi Sparno, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Parent Hall Podcast. I'm Nisha Goldman. Up next, let's the QA.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites.
2: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: Are there there any questions? Uh, Yes, you sir, yes. What is the strangest thing you've ever eaten secretly? What's the strangest (laughs) thing you've eaten secretly? Excellent question.
0: Oh man, I once like ate mustard with a spoon because it was like that's not really that weird it was just it was intense um, I can't really remember because I've actually eaten so much in my life secretly but they're usually like they're u- usually stuff with a lot of sugar in it and, and maybe ketchup
1: alright okay the mustard I think that counts that gets my uh... oh yes you sir yes after you got um, when you were at the UT library or whatever and getting the food, did, after he left, did you get more food or did you leave without any food? Or did you just get the strawberry or
0: did you get more? Oh no! I was so humiliated that I just like I could barely even eat those two things. I I, I like threw out my plate and ran.
1: It, was, so it wasn't like it wasn't like that humiliation. Like because because for some people that, that, that would maybe even increase your. Your hunger.
0: I think I really wanted to prove to this guy that I like was not a brute or something because I felt that way in that moment. <laughs> okay.
1: okay, all right. Um, so, uh, just yes. Just the strawberry, just the melon. Yes, you, sir, yes. Do uh, you have a favorite item, a go to item? Do you have a go to secret eating item? Is that the question? <laughs>
0: uh, well, you see, it's about accessibility, I think. So, like, it'll actually, like, if I just have tortillas. In the house, and that—that's what I'll eat. No, I—I I guess like ideally, like if I could eat, secret eat anything all the time, maybe like delicious cookies. So delicious, but not Chips Ahoy. Those are—they're like sand.
1: You don't like those Chips Ahoy cookies? Those old, Those old I fashion? did, I did, but yeah. now I've tasted you, better. You've learned that there are yeah. better cookies in the world. Okay, so 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 cookies, but not 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 crappy cookies. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, 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 you, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> You have friends who secret eat. Excellent question. Or is it a purely solitary activity? Um,
0: my friend Livia, who's unfortunately not here tonight, um, she and I <laughs> used to talk about our secret eating because we always did this thing where like um, you'd eat something sweet and then you'd be like, "Oh, now I have to eat something salty" to sort of like contrast the sweet. And so she she, she had a really good system of like craft dinner followed by like chocolate chips or something from the bag.
1: And how how did the shared how did the shared secrecy work? You like, would some, you um? Mix? You know, you know, you're, you know, you're eating that, right? Like that. Oh yeah, this is public like, eating. It's public eating. All right. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I was like, I was like, am I not supposed to say anything about the Because <laughs> it's gonna be weird not to say anything. But Good.
0: I think you got all raisins there.
1: No, I got some nuts, and okay. uh, yeah, just not, I got nuts and raisins. Okay. There's not any, there's no like chocolate in there or anything. No, no. This is this okay, is, then is just, I did Okay.
0: It's healthy. All
1: right. Um, well, yeah. I, I feel, eat healthy. I feel a little better. Um, so, but with, with the shared secrecy within that, what would you would you guys like? Would you like re- re- like what you would eat together secretly? But you would be like, oh, how was your night? Oh, it was good. I had, I, I, I made myself a grilled cheese sandwich and I ate it in the dark. Like I feel like, <laughs> that, so like that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: um. Yes. Okay. Right. I'm choking on my trail
1: mix. That's okay. That's nice. It also reflects well from the, on the friendship lecture. Where, where are you going? Did you... i getting my water. You're getting more? No, my water. Oh, you're getting water. Okay. I thought, I thought you were going to come back with, like, a pie or something. Yeah. No, but, like, right. I guess I
0: forgot. Like, I, I never actually eat stuff that doesn't have, like, a creamy center. So, <laughs> I forget, you know. You, That's you, why
1: people on trails always look so dissatisfied. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yes, you, sir. Yes. Sometimes you need to eat alone.
0: Uh, is there a threshold? There's such that when you eat something at first, it's not really secret. You're just it's
1: sustenance, but then is the threshold that you're full and you keep eating? So it's the point where it just eat right. So so if, if I wake up in the apartment and I'm alone and I make myself some breakfast and I eat it, yeah. and maybe no one knows, but I, is that is that secret eating?
0: I think I think it becomes secret eating when when actually I start becoming. Um, self conscious like if I think, Oh, if someone comes in right now and sees me eating this you know sausage or something, am I going to feel like a bad person um, when i no so no like generally I, I eat i don't like i live with two people and they see me eating all the time, and i don 't feel like i don't have the shame, which is when i'm i'm like being all squirrely about my eating so does that answer your question a little bit? You're, you're sort so, is of... it like
1: if you're if you're concerned with the secrecy? Is that right? Like like eating that just happens to be secret because yeah. you failed to publicize it isn't isn't secret exactly. eating exactly. That, that just okay, but
0: I don't I don't always feel like I'm secret eating. It just generally is if I know that I'm doing it because I like I want
1: because what? Sorry, That's shame yeah, that the component of shame that's
0: sort of it. If I don't feel ashamed of like my cashy cereal in the morning and soy milk which I don't, um, <laughs> then it's not secret eating.
1: All right, okay. All right, um, uh, uh, I guess I'll go to you, sir. Um, as a secret eater,
2: have you ever passed judgment on people who flunk their eating publicly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you judge public eaters is the question.
0: I'm actually I love there was this girl I had a class uh, last year and there was this beautiful girl who's always eating salad in class, salad with like pine nuts and dressing. She'd like sometimes ask a question while eating her salad and she did it she did it with such comfort like I was really impressed with that. So it's kind of, you know, no, I I I I'm not like oh she should be ashamed, but like I'm it's actually more like it's, it's awesome that she can do that. I wish I could.
1: Okay. Without right. choking. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, uh, let's go to. Oh, uh, uh, yes, uh, Steve, yeah. Well, just on that one, I think the public salad eating is probably a cover for a secret
2: eating.
1: Do you think the public salad eating, And anyone who eats a salad in public, you think is a secret eater? <laughs> <laughs> so <you're
0: up> <laughs> she's protesting a little like too she's, much. Yeah, exactly.
1: To say, oh, look, look at, at me, me eating this delicious salad <laughs> to distract you from the chocolate bar I'm actually putting in with my other hand <laughs> right now. <laughs> do you think, that's, and that's one of the questions, is secret eating, is it necessarily tied to, to like eating unhealthy foods? Like, do you think it's possible to, to secret eat like a, a kale? <laughs>
0: You know, you, you probably could, like, you know, I guess when people quit smoking, they start, like, chewing Nicorette gum or having right. one of those weird, like, fake cigarettes. So I could probably trick myself into thinking that I'm being, you know, um, c- secret y while eating, oh, uh, Swiss chard. Right, maybe, but you'd be, like, but... fake
1: secret eating, you'd be, like, lying to yourself. <laughs>
0: It's. It would just be hard because I know that if someone were to come in and see me, they'd be like, "Oh, good for you, <laughs> eating eating your greens."
1: What if you ate? It, what have you ate it in a really embarrassing fashion? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> if you ate it like Cookie Monster or something or like you, I don't know. You know what I could if, if, I, if I just became hat. like
0: an animal. Uh, that and but so it's just to like simulate shame in some other way yeah no i could
1: because one of the things i was wondering, i think there are some people cause i think there are some people who are ashamed to, like who are actually who can't eat in public just because they're ashamed not so much of the choice the, the food choice but because they find it maybe disgusting to like put food into their mouth like seems like a, a biologically embarrassing thing to be seen and so maybe they yeah, want to eat alone right. but is that is that just uh, that all within secret eating or is that something else
0: for, for me, like after there was that thing where I was like, oh, I really want my mom and dad to like find me eating the cookies and right. then yell at me and stuff. Right. Um, and then it just became kind of like. Like, like if, oh, like if I've ever, like if I go out on a date, like mm-hmm. I hate eating in that's front of I mean. people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like opening your mouth in front of another person is, it's vulnerable. It's very, vulnerable. It's very yeah. like, They can, ah. like, they, can <laughs> yeah, they see your
1: inside. Like it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Ah. They
0: know what you like to eat. They know, you know, it's, 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 it's telling. And, yeah. or at least I felt it to be that way. I okay. think also because, because, because my brother is diabetic, there was a, uh, we were really, like, aware of what we were eating. Like, my brother had to weigh everything he ate, and I had to, like, eat what my brother ate. So just from a really young age, I was super conscious. Okay. Okay.
1: No, that's good. All right. I think we're really getting somewhere. Um, uh, yes, you said Yes. Are there any other sort of behaviors that could be signs of someone being a secret? Like, if you meet someone in the street and, or, or someone at a party, and ways on which you can gauge that they might, in fact, be a secret, so the question is whether there's other telltale signs of secret eater mm-hmm. that we haven't seen. Yeah, the, that we haven't talked
0: about I'm so full. Um. <laughs>
1: yeah, that really is. That's a real giveaway, isn't it? Because <laughs> they're like I'm so full from something that I just ate, and it's like it's like they want you to know, right?
0: Or yeah, just I I'd say like um, I think people who talk a lot about what they ate, uh, like like who who just are really expository about what they've consumed they're probably there I, I think there's there's something going on I don't know if they're secret eating but uh, what, what? no actually I don't really know at first I was like oh yeah I know how they do it but I I don't I think everybody I think everybody does it differently
1: so the answer is no because they're they're good at it they're secret eaters. yeah they're not,
0: exactly Particularly if you're if you're a type 2
1: Right, so they're they're So if they're any good at it, you wouldn't know. They would. Yeah. They wouldn't have signs. They, they learn. They figure
0: out their ways to even elude other secret eaters.
1: Okay, so somewhere, but we don't know. We don't know how to spot them. They're, it's impossible to tell who they are. Um, oh yes, you, ma'am. Yes.
0: Do you have to do secret grocery shopping?
1: Secret grocery shopping is yeah. the question.
0: Yeah, totally. So, like, I or uh, um, we'll see. That the other thing about secret eating is that it's like spontaneous. It's 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 like you have a need right now to eat something. And so you go to, sh- you know, Shoppers Drug Mart, and you you get something, like, from the candy aisle, and you get optimum points as well. So, <laughs> uh, I do, sometimes I do, like, the other thing about Shoppers is that it's open, you know, till midnight. So, if you, g- I get, like, a late night need.
1: And do you go, do you try to go, like, do you try to go to one outside of your neighborhood so as not to be caught, or do you disguise yourself, or?
0: I... You, you know, when I was younger, kind of I use, I, use, I had a real fig Newton problem when I was in high school because they're perfect, yeah. they're delicious, and they're they're like perfectly easy to eat as well. So I, I would like I would stagger my visits to like the because I I was like hedged in on on all sides by like like variety stores, but. Um, I would just, you know, I'd, I'd pace myself so they wouldn't think that I had a problem. you wouldn't buy
1: too many at one, at one place? You'd be like...
0: Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I just came in, I came in two weeks ago to get my Fig Newtons. Right. Really, like, I no just went did. to the other place to get okay. my, my Newtons.
1: <laughs> and what was your fear? Was your fear, like, did you actually have a, con- a fear where you'd go in and they'd be like, oh, you've been buying a lot of Fig Newtons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I totally thought people were, like, judging me. Aware. I, like, you feel transparent when, you're, when you have a secret like that, even if you're being really good... About concealing your habits, you just I, I think that's right. part of the fun is you you suspect that everyone knows what you're doing, but but they're but they're playing along.
1: It's so fun to imagine that like the people at the convenience store would be like, "Why she was just here three days ago well, you know our, what it, our fig Newton records show that, <laughs> that, that I'm, I'm a pattern here. look, if you work out the average, why she's eating half a <laughs> box a day. <laughs>
2: The thing is, uh, so like, I,
0: I think, I, I think I'm that. such a narcissist that I just right, assume that, think- that everybody, every like, the things that I'm aware of about myself, everyone else <laughs> you're knows, you're too. like,
1: walking down the street be like, what's that girly thing? <laughs> 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 that's fair. That's fair. That's understandable. Um, uh, 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 oh, yes, you, ma'am. Yes.
2: Um, you self-identified as a secret eater type two. So what is the relationship with that self-identification and you lecture
1: Right. So if you are a really secret, secret eater, how can you identify yourself as a really secret, secret eater? Doesn't that, isn't that the opposite? Ha ha. (laughs) Comes comes the question. Oh,
0: no, it is. It it is. Um, But in fact, I feel like in some ways I've released myself from from it.
1: So you're like Uh, a recovering... Yeah, I'm a,
0: I, still can, like, I still consider myself a secret eater, even though I'm not gripped by the need to eat secretly like I once was. Is it
1: like a lifelong thing, even if you don't eat secretly, you're still always a secret eater? Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a Taco Bell at the end of my street, and it's open really late, and I sometimes I just look out the window and I think, I could go. I could go there right now.
1: <laughs> That's an example of a food that really should only be eaten in secret. Like, up until now, I haven't gotten it. Like I hadn't actually related but up until now like when you said Taco Bell I was like I would like to eat one of those tacos and I, I don't want anyone around no. <laughs> when I'm doing that. That's, yeah. that's, that's for me. I don't know why it is specifically about that that like I didn't get with anything and else. I
0: think that it's true that there are certain places like Taco Bell yeah. uh, like you know like Burger King, like you never see someone standing on the street eating a Whopper. You know, <laughs> it's just like they're,
1: <laughs> they're always in the car with the tinted windows down. <laughs>
0: no, no, like people are okay with with booster juice or or yeah. eating like a I don't know a burrito.
1: Yeah, if people eat burritos. People are on the proud to be seen eating a burrito. Yeah, people will tell people, like, "How are you? I had a burrito <laughs> a couple of days ago." They want to impress you. <laughs> Yeah, Did but you, no one's no a one's a burrito
0: like has become kind of like a status food in Toronto. It is, a, yeah, is
1: it true? Is it? It seems like a status food in Toronto. Yeah, it makes, yeah people just eat them to be cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they just pretend to like the taste. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yes, you ma'am. So, because uh, some compulsive behaviors you don't need in your life, like smoking or drinking,
0: or drinking like
2: thing. Like what? Sorry. Like smoking or drinking. Smoking <laughs> or drinking you
1: don't, drink. don't need, right?
2: Right. Like, but then you can stop smoking or stop drinking and it's a good life, but with eating, you have got to eat. So yeah. do you, like, do you ever have a relationship with food that is just about feeding yourself, feeding your body, or is it all a lot
1: tied so to que- so the question is whether she can whether she can just, like, have a relation with food where she's just eating but not getting off on the secrecy of the eating? Is that your question?
2: Or yeah. it's not, like, has that
1: not have the masturbatory. Yeah. Thank you for um, using the masturbation adjective. <laughs> that we've been studiously <laughs> avoiding.
0: I I think sometimes I do. I think when I have less stress in my life, I'll realize that I've gone for long periods of time without being um, self-conscious of the fact that I'm making food and eating it. Like it's just something that I have to do to live. You know, like. I was gonna say like taking a shower, but that's not really something <laughs> that you need to survive. <laughs> or I don't know. Um, <laughs> the, uh, like repeatedly yeah. scrubbing your hands.
1: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: I yeah. I, I think like as I've gotten a little bit older, and as I've I had like I mean I think I was being a bit uh, jokey in in my lecture about maybe like how how significant this has been in my life, because it's been a problem um, in parts. Because, like, along with the secret eating, it was often paired with, like, secret not eating. (laughs) 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 Uh, But I'm really happy now that I've gotten older, and I... uh, Because I just... I I looked at my dad, actually, who's now 63, and he's he's still, like... He still does it. And I thought, I don't want to do this forever. I want to become sort of, I, I want it to not be an issue, not even a problem, but like, you know, because food is delicious, and it's necessary, so in answer to your question, sometimes it's not masturbatory, sometimes I just don't notice it, and that's, I like that, I strive for that,
1: right, I think, I think but
0: you shouldn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just keep on masturbatory eating, Lauren Bride, whatever you mean, what do you mean she shouldn't, what, what do you mean she shouldn't? Oh,
0: because my, my whole thing was like, oh, you should secret eat. And so now I'm telling you, don't secretly, yeah. So you yeah, so worry that
1: you're confusing mm-hmm. Lauren by yeah, giving no, her these exactly. contradictory messages because I was so persuasive before. That might, that might
0: I don't want to undercut my message.
1: Okay, which is that she, which is that she should. Yeah. All right, let's all let's <laughs> all on that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Naomi Squarna Trampling Hall was created in Toronto in the 21st century by Sheila Hetty and is hosted by me. Uh, This episode's lecture was chosen by Lauren Bride podcast is produced by josh block our theme music was composed by matt smith Trampling hall is a sumo audio podcast you can subscribe to the podcast on itunes or your favorite podcast app you can also find us on twitter and facebook if you enjoyed the podcast uh why not leave a review on itunes it really helps us out a lot also sumo audio has another great podcast it's about chips it's called justchips.com and you may want to check that out too i am misha globerman and thanks for listening